welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and today I want to talk to you about overthinking, overanalyzing and scrutinizing ourselves to an inch of our lives. And if this resonates with you, I think this podcast could shed some light and some help into the things that we're going to talk about today. So, this week I went for a walk with some friends and we started talking about how sometimes when we feel in an anxious state, our thoughts just go away with ourselves. So there was myself and two friends on this walk. One of them talked about how she made up stories in her head. She's got preconceived ideas about how the next instalment of a relationship or a problem in her life is going to go. So she has complete conversations with people in her life, in her own mind. The downfall for her with that is, and for anyone else who does this who can resonate, in our head, these conversations are our reality. Our bodies and our brains can't tell any different. And if that picture and that conversation is so strong in your mind, we can leave it as true. And our stored emotions from that internal dialogue stay in our bodies and our memories and we associate it with that person. So whether or not we've had that conversation with that person or not, our body still believes that that outcome is true. So that was her reality. And then the other one of my friends overplays situations or conversations in her head after the event of something for hours and hours. So my friend had just been in kind of a public arena so people were able to see her and watch her and after that she said she thought through every conversation, every line that she'd said over and over again. And a lot of us do this. We ruminate, we beat ourselves up about how people could perceive us, about if we were very eloquent or not. You know, how did we how did we come across? How did we feel? Did we do ourselves justice? And then I said, this is my take. At the very time of my interactions, I don't think about it very much as such. I try to mean what I say and I try to be measured in my response. But what I do do is this, is that I go to sleep, no problem, in the middle of the night, in that witch hour, I wake up and wonder if the way I spoke, or the things I said, my interactions were interpreted in the way that I thought they were going to be. Now all three scenarios are different, but they're all on the spectrum of overthinking and worrying about other people's opinions of us. Because what we also discussed was that it's really ironic. We're all so worried about what other people might think in this situation, yet in reality, no one cares. Because we're all a bit self-obsessed. Because we're all worried about our own actions and how everyone else is perceiving us. So no one really cares about what you've done. Which actually quite helped me in this situation and made me think about my overthinking in a different way 
because we're obsessing about people's perception of reality but we don't know what their perception of reality is it could be totally different than mine and now I have this understanding it could help me nip anxiety and overthinking in the bud a little bit because what it also links into me with is imposter syndrome because we are so worried that you know with our overthinking that our voice and our views and our ideas and our opinions to people if they see the real us that our colleagues our friends family members may see through our apparent facade that we think is there when really what we're doing is putting constant pressure on ourselves to perform and conform but what we really need to do is focus on progression not perfection on our growth not our flaws because we're living in this self-absorbed guilt epidemic feeling guilty of achieving of wanting more of feeling we need to put others first having our own thoughts daring to voice them and showing up for ourselves we also score ourselves we overthink we overanalyze and as the old saying goes, really, what other people think of me is none of my business. And when we need to show ourselves, what became really apparent in our conversation with my friends and the way we all have these conversations in our own way, in our own brains, is we need to show ourselves some compassion. Not guilt. Not scrutiny or dissecting ourselves to our very core. We need to trust our own expression and allow ourselves to be unapologetically flawed. Accepting what is, what has been. Let the rest of it go. And I've got a brilliant quote from the amazing Brene Brown that kind of sums this up, really. And Brene says, A lot of cheap seats in the arena are filled with people who never venture onto the floor. They just hurl mean-spirited criticisms and put downs from a safe distance. The problem is, when we stop caring what people think and stop feeling hurt by cruelty, we lose our ability to connect. But when we're defined by what people think, we lose the courage to be vulnerable. Therefore, we need to be selective about the feedback we let into our lives. For me, if you're not in the arena, also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. So all hail Brene for that uh, quote from this week. Um, and I guess what really stands out for me this week is sometimes our feelings are just that they're a story we tell ourselves they're not quite the reality for us and we never know the reality of someone else I hope that helps somewhat in your overthinking if you can resonate with this week's podcast take care, speak to you next week Mm -hmm.